0: This is a number 10 interview. I hope you enjoy.
1: What brought about the idea for you to start this creative journey?
0: So as an introduction for myself, um, I'm Josh Vented, Um, my birth name is Joshua Scott, um, and I am the creative director of Vented London um, and founder, I guess. Um, I'll get into the the, the length that the brand has been on for in in one of the next questions because I think it's more fitting for that. Um, but I found a vent about three years ago. Um, I'm am f- I'm, I'm based out of West London, um, quite far out in West London. My area is Oxbridge, uh, um, and yeah, uh, I would just kind of describe myself as like a creative, young, energetic, passionate um, artist of sorts that's just inspired by and in awe of all things London. Um. The grime scene from London has been noted as one of my main inspirations from just its raw, organic, natural, like DIY, work ethic. It's kind of something that I aspire to put into my work as much as possible. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm a child of hip hop, 90s culture, black culture, I'm heavily inspired by a lot of things that I've seen in my lifetime, just from being a consumer of media. Um, I'm kind of from an area that is where that is not really like, like not everyone around here is that much like me. I'll be maybe dressed the, the lariest, um in like my local pub, or I'll be the only person that goes into London that regularly and goes to London scene events and is into the music I'm into or into the clothes I'm into. So a lot of my kind of inspiration and even forming my identity has come from media I've seen and people that I've met in London. Really,
1: can you introduce yourself?
0: So I started my creative journey. I mean, I guess I've always been creative. So I won't say there was a there was a start date. Like I've got things that I've drawn. Like my mum's kept stuff from when I was really really young that I've drawn. Um. I've always been quite artistic. I always liked art at school. It was my favourite subject. I only wanted to do art and DT really, um, and uh, it was in DT A level where my my design teacher told me that I was going to fail um, the first year of A levels because I hadn't done enough work um, to get to get a C. And uh, he basically, I was doing a festival. I was I was rebranding a festival. That was my kind of my thing. It was in graphics because um, I want I wanted to be a graphic designer at one point and uh, I was I was doing this festival um like rebranding a festival like package and um yeah my dt teacher basically said you just got to make loads of work and if if a certain amount of it's good you're going to pass so i basically found um like a bunch of ideas and he was like yeah these are all cool but you should make a flag as well and i was like oh yeah that would be cool like how would i do that so he told me about like putting a flag together um and then he said we have an embroidery machine upstairs So I went, I went crazy about that. I was like, we have an embroidery machine. Can I see it? Can I see it? Went and saw it. And um, the festival that I was rebranding was um, Bestival. So I, Bestival or V-Festival? Oh, it was V-Festival actually. It was V-Festival. And I went um, upstairs and I put V Festival, I got it, I typed it out on the machine and got it embroidered onto this flag. And I was like, fuck, this is sick. Is there any way that I can do this onto clothes? Because I wanted to make clothes that no one else had, um, that was kind of cheaper than my other. Because I, I used to spend a lot of money on clothes just so I had stuff that other people didn't have. But I didn't really have the money to fund that, so I'd only have like one or two bits. And I thought, oh, if I could make my own T-shirts or something, then I can have my own clothes, Um and it wouldn't cost me that much, uh, so I basically said, "Is there any way that I could use um, the embroidery machine?" And they were like, "Yeah, of course!" Like, come back after school, or whatever. So I went back. I went. I went shopping that day, and I bought just some blank T-shirts. And then I went back after school, blank T-shirts and hoodies, and I embroidered them just um, in the middle of the chest. And I wanted to come up with a name that meant to express because the whole idea of me making these clothes was self-expression. Um, so I was like, oh, what can I do, what can I do, like, uh, to like to express myself, like, what's the synonym of to express, like, to vent, like, vented, oh, vented, okay, so to vent is to express, I like that, I like that, so I ran with that, and vented has been, it was on the first hoodie and the first t-shirt I made, which I numbered one and two, um, and I subsequently lost them both after, which is annoying, I don't actually know where they are, hopefully I'll find them one day, but, um, yeah, Vented on the centre chest of the T-shirts and hoodies. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't pass DT. I still failed that and had to had to move schools for a bit and then come back and only do two A-levels. But, yeah, it, it, it birthed something more important to me. So there we go. Yeah, that's a long answer, but that's, I guess the start of my creative journey and and, and vented's, vented's creative journey.
1: Products by vintage such as the Astray tells a story about so much within one piece. Has this always been the model for creating an artwork? Um,
0: so answer question three. Um, the storytelling within our products is, yeah, it's by design. Um, I'm, I'm very, it's crazy because our output isn't actually really that extensive, but I'm very, I'm a big, big, big perfectionist. Um, so we've, we've dropped uh, only one ashtray design and i've I've prototyped like three or four um and we've got another one that's kind of half dropping on a couple of platforms um it's dropping alongside some some visuals that my friend who does music foe shout out foe um is is dropping on on a platform called the archive collection um he yeah we got an ashtray that i've I've designed but i don't want to put it on our platform because i like it but not enough um so i'm going to give it to bankrupt store who are the guys who really put me on to like getting stocked and just really empowered me and let me know how much the product was how how sick the ashtrays were um and and um and also to the archive collection guys but I'm i'm a mad perfectionist when it comes to putting anything out so all of my ideas all of my designs even to the woven labels in the back of my t-shirt like there's a story behind everything um even if it isn't massively explained it's like something implied that hopefully you'll get but even like a little anecdote that i'll give you is that the gun t-shirts um so they were the first graphic that i i I made um to be printed on t-shirts and i made them for myself and then i made them for a couple of my friends for their birthdays um and then people wanted them afterwards so we started producing them made a pre-order and um yeah that kind of birthed printing t-shirts and starting a formal brand and a website and instagram and stuff but um yeah the 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 gun design um i got questioned on a little bit people were like oh you seem like you're not even like on a serious level literally by like my friends mums and shit like that they're like oh why did you have to put a gun on a t-shirt um and I was like, first of all, like it's it's like powerful, um, and like I'm a mad mad uh, movie buff. Like I'm a fan of movies, and like I, my, I want my clothes to be dynamic, and like I want my content that I create to be dynamic. And like I think a gun is quite a, a bold symbol. But most importantly, the reason the reason that I, I put that that t shirt together um, was. It it was basically my own social commentary and it's very subtle. People don't even realise it. But the gun that I've put on there is a pistol and there's screws on the handle that don't have a grip. Um, There's meant to be a grip on that gun um, and the screws are there as if the grip should be there and the grip isn't there. And when I first designed it, it was exactly how it is. But I had like a handwritten statement next to it that just said, get a grip um the first couple t-shirts i done were like social commentary so i had a picture of a skeleton smoking and um it was as i was quitting smoking when i was younger and the skeleton like it was a skull a skeleton wearing a knitted polo like the ones that i used to wear like a almost like a soprano sort of style like italian mob cardigan um and it said born to die and it was my own comment on how people are like smoking their life away sort of thing um and it had this like handwritten, born to die with an X next to it. And then I basically had the same with the gunty. It was um, get a grip with an X. And it was kind of like a double entendre pun on the fact that the gun doesn't have a grip. And also anyone that's like holding a gun, using a gun, like like anyone involved in knife crime, like gun crime, especially when it's not necessary. Like I understand that it's needed in certain lifestyles. But like for people flashing a gun, like I think they need to get a grip. So... That was my political statement on that. Um, but it was too bold and it was too bait and I prefer things to be subtle. So why I don't overbrand my clothes. So I yeah. I've let that one kind of run without anyone really knowing it. They've all got they've all got a gun on their t shirt without a grip and they don't really know why. Um but I like it that way. Um So yeah storytelling has always been really important. Everything that I do, I never put anything out just for just 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 for the point of releasing. Um I think that's why we don't release enough stuff but yeah
1: what made you get started on creating more complex products such as the
0: astry in your last question man um and this one's a good one um i've been asked this quite a lot um but realistically i think it came down to the fact that i'd been making t-shirts um and it was fun um but to be honest it was a little bit boring um the market was very saturated there's a lot of people doing things similar to me um And I didn't really enjoy that. Um, And I I wanted to make my stuff stand out. And I I didn't have the funds to do cut and sew yet, um, which would have been, I guess, the stepping stone to making my stuff really stand out. So I thought, how can I take this into my own hands? Like I've sat down with people like and I've sat down with guys from the grime scene and they told me about how they had to make it themselves and how DIY it was, how they used to press their own records and take them to record shops. I was like, fuck, this is so inspiring. How do I implement this in my work? How do I like sit down and make that um, like a part of my craft? And I was thinking, what can I get really hands on with? And it was New Year's Day 2019. So January the 1st, 2019, I drew up all these things that I wanted to make. And one of them was the concrete ashtray in the skate park design. Anyway, I took like five of the designs that I drew on New Year's Day to my friend and I was like, yo, how do I make these? How do I make these? And uh, he basically said it'd be impossible. So I was a bit disheartened. Um, And then I met another one of my friends a couple of weeks later and I was like, yo, I've got this really cool idea. I want to make an ashtray out of concrete. Do you know how I'd be able to make them and sell them? And they were basically saying about how you'd 3D print and then make a mould. Um, and I was just like, this is crazy because it's a process that we can do in house, but we've like created, like innovated it ourselves um, to allow for the production of this new product that no one else is making. So that was basically the birth of it. And um, yeah, I've been been making ashtrays ever since. And they've by far been my favorite product to be involved in, to be hands on with, to be able to touch every single one before they go out, um, for them all to have their own unique little details. Um and for them, oh yeah, to be kind of bespoke, they're all slightly different. Um, like they're the same, um, but they've all got they're all mu- they're all cast slightly different, or there'll be a different tone to the concrete. Like the finish on them all is unique, and and, and that's really important to me. I think that it, it it makes them interesting. It makes them raw, gritty, and it's a perfect ode to London and to that crime scene that that inspired me.
1: There's a sense of quality over quantity within your brand and not releasing useless products. Will this be the way going forward as your brand continues to grow?
0: Um, Yeah, definitely. Um, In regards to the products that we put out, it's 100% quality over quantity. Um, There's enough t-shirts in the world. There's enough kind of startup brands in London that do similar things to what we do. And they're all doing similar things to each other. Um, What I'm here to do is to look into what I really want. Um... Cause there's a lot of people that are similar to me and they they all want similar things to what i want things that kind of accentuate their lifestyle accentuate their goals so i'm trying to almost make it like a lifestyle streetwear um project where we have things that are for your cribs. so when you get excited about moving into your first house which is a personal goal of mine you've got a sick ornament to put on your fucking table on your coffee table you've got vented concrete objects solidified in that house straight away it's part of your journey like i want it to be part of mine um and it's the same with like even the ashtrays like i know that a lot of my consumers smoke so cool if you're gonna smoke i don't smoke but if you smoke like a lot of my friends do i'ma let you smoke in style with the fucking coldest ashtray that london's ever seen Coming from London, like can produce like metaphors of the street, like solid, concrete, like an ode to London and its cultures. And like the reason that it is concrete is it's it's a it's a metaphor for London and everything that I'm gonna like all the shapes that we're gonna go and do. They're gonna pay homage to like the subcultures that walk those streets of London. So, hundred percent, man. I'm I'm never. We're not here to make something that isn't needed. There's too many people doing that in the fashion, fast fashion game.
1: What are you currently working on?
0: Currently, I'm working on a few things, man. I have been for a while as well. Um, We're working on a collection of ashtrays. So we've now got the piece that's like, I think, our signature. That's almost like, I don't like logos. We don't do logos. Um, One of my friends was teaching me about logos and sent me some advice about like logo design and stuff and that first initial ashtray shape by luck has become our signature um i'm gonna embed that into clothes we're gonna use the shape like silhouettes from it lines from it are gonna be worked into cotton so um it's gonna like even like subconsciously become part of our brand signature um but we're be- we're basically planning on building a full collection of ashtrays. So we've got the original, which is our signature. I'm going to try and put that into like a variety of things. Um, but we're also going to build upon just that original skate park ashtray with ashtrays and home furnishings and different pieces like fucking jewellery pots and incense holders. Um... Plant pots, these little kind of home furnishings for people's cribs, all cast in concrete. All metaphors, like I said, of like London and the subcultures that work it and uh, that, that that walk it, and and the things that they need. Um. So cool, I've got one here for all my skaters now So all my skaters, you jump, you get that skate park ashtray for your crib Alright cool, what, well, you don't skate? Oh, you're a music head Alright cool, I'm making an incense holder that's shaped like a sound system Or an ashtray collection that's like a three-part DJ deck set Like, these things are coming, like a plant pot Alright cool, so what, you're a photographer? Alright cool, I've got a plant pot for you Which is the shape of your old film camera It's nostalgic, it's got history, it's personal it's something that you can have in your crib, and it like is a way of it's like a coffee. It's the it's the ultimate coffee table piece because it identifies like anyone that comes into your crib. It not only is a conversation starter, but I like it. It it links with you personally. If you're a photographer and I come into your house and you've got a a ashtray on your table that is like a concrete camera, that's crazy. That's amazing, and that's what I'm trying to provide crazy and amazing products
1: what are your thoughts on the london creative scene as of right now
0: um the london creative scene right now is exciting um i like it a lot it inspires me Uh there's parts of it i don't like there's parts of it i don't like it's a little bit washed there's a lot of people doing similar things um but obviously i always pay attention to the things that are the most interesting and the things that i like the most and, and from what comes to mind straight away is them The scene as a whole isn't amazing, but like there are some unbelievable talents in it. Um, Some musicians, some people that I really, really like, some brands that I really like. Like I love like the creative energy and like the ruthlessness and raw edge of like Cortez and what Clint is doing. Um, So shout him out. Uh, And also like my brother Jaffa his like DIY aesthetic is like creativity and his perfection that he brings to everything he does he's like wildly creative it's so exciting to see um there's Isaac as well um like ridiculously young and talented artist like I speak to him and he's still at fucking school like he's like yeah I'm so I'll be able to work on it later but I'm at school right now it's ridiculous crazy um the motherland guys um slawn Freddie spinach leo peter mike all of them crazy like again they've got like that raw natural organic energy like the nigerian skaters that like live in london and they're just doing their thing and they make like crazy movies and like sick clothes and they've got like a cult following almost like it's crazy how interesting these guys are keeping it and and it, it's it's inspiring for me as well because it's people that I want to link up with and work with and, and hopefully I get the chance to work with all of them at some point. I've um, obviously worked with Jaff already. Another person as well who I'm working with a little bit is like Maxi uh, Maxie Mills from Notting Hill, West, West London. Again, shout him out, man. Like, just a crazy, like, interesting guy who's, like, whole... Like love the culture and like his almost need to keep the culture going and throw the best party and like design clothes and things for people's houses, like he's sick, he's lit, um so love to him, all of them um yeah the 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 London cultures is, is really exciting, the music scene is what excites me as well. I'm a big music head, so I love everything that people are doing if it's guys local to me like rushy from the free um making music and me seeing how well someone who i fucking know from school days like going on to like make tracks that i hear all across london which is crazy or if it's literally just me listening to someone like skeppy and seeing the level that they can actually reach and to see someone like pretty much from like those walk the same streets been at the same parties as me like it's crazy to see like how global it goes i love london i draw so much inspiration from it it's amazing um yeah love bro thank you and i apologize for taking a while to send these over it's been a bit manic
1: what inspires you to keep going
0: the honest answer to this um is just how much i enjoy it and how much i like doing it um There's been a couple of moments that have been quite demotivating. A few things have happened where I've kind of, like, almost questioned if it was worth it. But realistically, how much joy I get from certain things that we do in our brand and the fact that I feel I have a message that I really want to push out there. And now we've developed a unique product, which I have, like, complete faith in and real confidence in. I think that's kind of what pushes me. I don't know there's always been this thing as well of like I always knew that I wanted to do something creative and I know that like working hard to do this is more fun than being like well working hard on this is better than being broke and bored at a desk job so this is this is yeah that's what keeps me encouraged.
1: There is a business section of Vented that is really unique in the way that it goes about releasing products. Where did this sense of business mindset come from?
0: i think that my approach to business has kind of come from some other stuff that i've seen within london um in the past i guess growing up and seeing how like the grime scene moved i've always credited as like the grime scene as one of my main inspirations i just rated how diy and hands-on they were how they completely controlled their success their approach was so like gritty and real um, And it's kind of something that I always wanted to be. Like, I never wanted to feel like I was faking something. Um, and I guess my way of doing business is, again, that, like, I try to do things as DIY as possible, work with my friends, like, run it ourselves. My friend models, my friends behind the camera, like, it's all organic and natural. Um, that's the way that we work with Invented.
1: What are some business advices that you would give to other young people?
0: My only bit of advice for any young people is to be yourself um, within business, within if you're creating art, whatever you're doing, just be yourself um, and don't be afraid to be yourself and express your interests and like also don't be, yeah, yeah, yeah. be yourself and express all your interests, but also don't be afraid to make mistakes. I think too many people are obsessed with the idea of perfection, but countless times I've not put stuff out because I thought it wasn't perfect and realistically I think it's all part of your journey. Like everything that I've made along the way, if I put it out or if I haven't, it's kind of part of our journey. So my piece of advice is to always be yourself and never be afraid to make mistakes.